0: cpx 66.6 in the pot universe with me your host your cult film whisper your historic figure you'd invite to
1: a fancy dinner choice django nudo and i am the smut peddler and i'm only one year old Mm. we're both
0: babies at this yes so instead of having a theme week, and we do have a theme for the week on the site, which is the delectable
1: Ushi Diggard, about whom you've been doing some digging. Yes, okay. um, it turned out that um, the, the the terminology fake news is a reality ah. in terms of Ushi. Mm. So we have to dig very deep and go to the source itself to find out her Origins oh and God. what she was all about
0: I thought she was 100% Natural
1: but um, well, She is om- natural but she's Not a natural Swede Ah Well
0: all shall be revealed In the next Episode of Culpix Radio not this One because this one we will Be casting an eye back on 12 months of Making the streaming world Slightly less safe yes. and predictable Yes Um in because it is uh, exactly a year ago since Cultpix was launched on a very unsuspecting world, and we thought we'd take this opportunity for a bit of uh, reminiscing, bit of looking back, and but also looking ahead, and sharing some of the highlights and low lifes of the past year, um, with a specially curated episode of music clips, trailers, um, reminiscing, and more. Before we do, though, we're not going to be completely backward-looking. We have exciting announcements ahead because we're moving full steam ahead. And this week, we are looking to sign not one, not two, but three distribution companies. Yeah. Now, until the ink is dry, we're not going to reveal, obviously, who they are. But what can we tell our listeners
1: about them? We can tell them that it's not uh, one movie deals, but it's li- rather libraries. Yes. Which is a very and exciting. We-
0: and we've been working on these for a while, and as always when negotiating rights, it tends to be a bit stop, start, stop, start, never hear from them, then suddenly, you know, yeah, which films would you like?
1: Yeah, it's very much the uh, good old catch up effect. Yeah. You try and pour it, and suddenly everything comes at once.
0: <laughs> it will be. And um, some of these are film institutes. We yes. We can reveal that much.
1: We can which, do that, and it's very, very nice that we have the, the their their ear, so to speak. And I mean, we do have deals already with the British Film Institute, of course, and and um, but we we are a happy that with they, Swedish Film Institutes. Yes, yeah. So, but we are happy that they consider us a, a worthy partner.
0: Indeed, and when it's film institutes, people assume it's kind of worthy films. But some of these films which we are looking to get our hands on are very much cult picks, kind of top picks yes. of films. And so. this
1: is, of course, my old theory that after they have restored all the mainstream and art house films, <laughs> they have to dig deeper.
0: It's it's the sounds of bottoms of barrels being scraped for Yes,
1: and we, as, so we, we just need to be patient and, and, and they will find the, the gems for us. <clears throat> it will be.
0: Uh, and it'll be worth the wait, we promise you. So yeah. in other news, again, looking back, but also looking ahead, everything is becoming pricier these days, as we know, yep. whether it's your you know, food, petrol, whatever. However, cult picks will remain the same price for the rest of the year.
1: Yes. Woohoo! Which means in the streets. That the early adopters are having, mm-hmm. going to have a treat.
0: Yes, because the brave souls who parted with their hard-earned cash for the privilege of getting to watch the early films on Cold Picks for just f- the equivalent of 49 US dollars will get to renew at exactly the same price. So yes. that's less than one buck per week for unlimited horror, thrillers, spaghetti western, black
1: exploitation, nudie cuties, you name it. Yeah, and we can tell you that since we started, we have... Basically, doubled the number of titles and are adding at least a a week's worth per week of new films.
0: Yep, five to ten. And you couldn't even buy a Big Mac for what this cost per week. So, no. no. And I think that's why we're also seeing not just in the initial phase when you could only sign up as an early adopter, but the majority and an overwhelming majority of our members have chosen to sign up for a full 12 months. Thank you. And that's an incredible vote of confidence. Yeah, thank you. Yes, very Um, much so. I mean, if you only want to test us out for a month, fine. Don't do the dumb thing of signing up and then immediately cancelling, thinking that you're being clever. Um, Because (laughs) you aren't. No, because you lose access to it immediately. and, And we've had to warn people and we've had to refund people who... They're like they were going to sign up yes, for they, a month or a year. They then. don't understand that they are signing up to a cult. Yes, it's not net uh, picks, it is cult picks, yeah. and we mean it cults. Yeah. So, so, with that said, Smart Peddler, cast your mind back to a year ago and kind of the run up to the launch and the kind of which was about it took us about 12 months didn't it from kind of original inception in the mid-depth of the first wave of covid to actually launching yeah, it yeah yeah what are your kind of memories of the launch itself and the run up to it
1: well i must say that that it has been for me very much about uh, i mean personally reinventing myself and and that's due to the pandemic because uh well we were in a situation where we saw that dvd sales were, were you know going downhill for our our other company club super eight and yep. uh, uh we didn't see uh you, we didn't see the end of that and then at the same time i was on furlough for longer periods working very little on my, in my day job so so it it gave you time to to reflect and and sort of rethink your life and uh, the obvious thing was that when we saw that other streaming sites were, were, you know, doing well during the pandemic because people didn't get out, we we started thinking about it. Yeah. Uh, and then the, the 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 sum of it all has be- become quite contrary. Well, Cultpix works; it's great, uh, but our DVD sales are booming too, and we didn't <laughs> yes. we didn't realize that would be a you know a side effect. And then on top of that, we are reinventing the cinema experience with cult pics so we are now going to the movies as well and have done i would say quite a lot of screenings in a very short time span yeah so i would say pandemic would be my first word (laughs) for the day that it has meant a lot
0: it was very much a, a product of the pandemic and various things enabled it. Of course, during the pandemic, you didn't just launch a streaming service. You came out with a book. And we yeah. have been shamefully negligent in plugging our merchandising and our
1: you know, T-shirts, books and other. It's true. We um, have a thing. big web store with lots of cool stuff in it. Like the Christina yeah. Lindbergh coasters, for instance, which yes. that's a must for everyone, you know, being a member of CultPix, I think.
0: Um, we should be having raffles. We did talk yeah, about this, yeah. and you know, certain a lot of things we did, certain things we haven't gone around to, like viewing parties and so on. But we'll get into that because what we're going to do a bit later on is we're going to have a um, a opportunity to each pick five things from the past year that we particularly liked as a kind of way of highlighting it can be a film it can be a theme it can be um something else so we're mm. going to take turns so we haven't shared what it is no. that we're no. going to be no. so we could be picking the five same ones who knows
1: but that could happen yeah. yes yes uh, but <laughs> and, and and coming back to your your initial question what what are your thoughts on, on the the very first days of our, our launch it
0: was kind of a, a blur. I mean, I remember the initial idea, and then I remember us um, doing boring practical, technical details like going through the stack of hard drives that had been piled up in the office. Like, which hang on, which film do we even have mm. a digital copy of? Yeah. You know, yeah. and what's on this hard drive? We never labeled anything that this file has, no, so we'd start watching it. Like, oh my god, that's a rather good scan of. Mm. Um, yeah, no, Susan or some yeah. film of ours, and we were quite novices in terms of technology, yeah. but we had a steep learning curve, I think, and, and you know, we did pretty well. Uh, Definitely, and
1: then then we were very lucky to find our our developers. Yes, yes. and that oh, was through big, you.
0: Yeah, a big shout out to um, Film Grail and Dev House and the wonderful people we work with, especially um, Elena and Igor and and Simon. And they've been absolute stars. We couldn't have done it without them.
1: No, and and I mean, we have been sort of, you know, trying our way around, not knowing exactly what we're doing, but they've been very patient with us from a technical point of view.
0: And the various iterations and so on that we've done as well. So, no, huge, huge thanks. Yeah. My other memory is we launched, we had a great um, article exclusively in Variety about uh, Cold Pix. That's right, yeah. And then immediately we ran into problems with Stripe, the payment platform. They couldn't accept payments, yeah. so people couldn't even join if they wanted to. And, and they did want to, and we were tearing our hair out and panicking. But I think like any startup, you have these sort of things which, you know, Little hiccups along the way, which seems like the end of the world mm. when they're happening, yeah, yeah, but it is true, so the first member didn't actually join until the twelfth, and so we're still a day away from what, well we've had the anniversary of launching, and we haven't had the anniversary of somebody yet paying cold, hard cash for the privilege of being a member, yeah, but we're coming to that so so, without having looked back on kind of the run up to the launch, um I think now is would be a good time to um. Pick our five key moments to kind of exemplify, and I don't know if you want to kick it off or should I kick it off.
1: I, I can kick it off, and 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 I would go very much, and th- this is kind of connected what we talked to just now. But I don't want to, you know, go for a specific title, but I want to have the headline friends yes. because. We reached out to old friends in the cult film industry about our crazy idea of starting a global (laughs) streaming service for old cult movies. And they all hearkened the call. So we immediately got our friends at Something Weird Video, Penny Video, Synapse Films, and Agfa on board. And and without them, we would be nothing. And then I would say that the next thing is finding new friends, and that we've reached out to a lot of companies and then we find ourselves working with Vinegar Syndrome, Nikatsu, British Film Institute, uh, Jimmy yes. Maslon, And then, of course, also dealing directly with film, uh, filmmakers and, and directors slash producers yeah. like Hans Hattvig in Sweden.
0: Or Donner Productions in Finland.
1: Yes, and it's such a gift to, to, to work closely with these people. And, they, and I think they're all very enthusiastic and they're real troopers uh working with us so i think that, that these friendships they are they're more than just work relationships they they understand what we're about
0: they do and, and they've been incredibly supportive yeah. for a startup with you know let's face it we haven't got a huge um venture capitalist backing and we're not some silicon valley company you know we're effectively film distributors you know, trying to work with other film distributors mm. because, and we didn't mention this, one of the other incentives for getting cult launched is because our titles were removed in um, Sweden yes. of all countries.
1: Yes. You know, we're we're not talking from a mainstream uh, yeah, um, streamer. Yes,
0: yeah, who have been fine with having these forty, fifty, sixty-year-old little films that showed a nipple mm. occasionally, mm. and then suddenly nipples were out. Yeah, and, the, and not we and out. not
1: even explaining to us that they removed them. They were just gone. Yeah.
0: But so we have found, you know, we're we're fellow freaks and we want to keep working with them and we want to, you know, help them because they too suffer from this fact that DVDs aren't doing as well as they used to. Yeah. And so, you know, this should be a you know a lifeboat growing into a raft, growing into an ocean liner yeah. for other kind of films than the ones you would find Absolutely. on the mainstream. And platform.
1: all of these companies are for freeing the nipple.
0: Yeah. yeah. To celebrate this, why don't we play a little bit of the uh, wonderful Something Weird video intro. Are you
1: kids make me sick?
0: Oh, please, use my body to keep you alive.
1: Drugs, Often the introduction comes in the form of a goofball.
0: may be a bitch, but I'll never be a butch. <laughs> okay, so your first pick was Friends. Yes. My first pick is going to be a Newsletter. Oh. Because as well as the podcast, we kicked off... Not having a any kind of marketing budget and and still being a bit crap at promoting the site mm. other than through word of mouth, but we did do um, the traditional social media Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, that kind of thing, and very old school promotion, which is the newsletter, and. This launched before the podcast, and it's been a real fun thing to do, and it's had a real great response. We've put out about 44 issues of what we call the Weekly Exploiter, yeah, and um, it goes out to more than um, 2,000 people. So I don't think I'm breaking any state secrets, so I'm revealing that that's not every one of those is clearly a member. Sure. So there are people out there getting the newsletter who yeah. aren't a paying member, but for some reason, you know, they haven't unsubscribed. No, I'm still enjoying um, it. Yeah, we're still enjoying it. And um, we've we've got an amazing opening rate. I mean, on average, we can tell that these newsletters are being opened. The email is being opened by between 35 and over 40 percent of people who get them, Yeah, That's a lot, which I'm. Yeah, yeah. I've I've been told by people who do newsletter that that's an extraordinarily good rate. Now they might just read the first line and then press delete. Who knows? Or they read it from beginning to end, print it out, frame it, and sort of yeah. to pass it on to their grandchildren. Who knows?
1: No, but, but but they they do they do you know they have they have opted for it <clears> themselves. It's not like we're yeah. we're spamming anyone.
0: No, no. And it's easy enough to unsubscribe to it. Yeah. But it seems to be holding steady. Yeah. And obviously, a few things have changed. Um, we've had some good feedback, minor tweaks. Uh, we're not always good and you know timely in terms of when we send it out. It's a bit irregular on the timings, but we try to be consistent. Um, and we try to include things that we find interesting and hopefully other people do too. And if not, write to us and let us know what else you'd like to see in it. But we cover the theme week. We cover a bit of news. What I should have done and what I haven't done is a lot of the kind of information in the newsletter, especially around theme weeks, should have been on the blog as well. So I haven't updated the blog. I hold up my hand in shame. Mm. Uh, for most of the theme weeks for 2021, getting better at now, I will go back and redo all of them one day. Yeah, but, but I mean,
1: on the other hand, the newsletter really covers it all. And <clears throat> and I do think that, that writing about the theme weeks and talking about the theme weeks is very didactic, and also puts them into into a, a historical context, which makes it much more fun to watch them. Hopefully. Well, exactly. Hopefully. And it, <laughs>
0: yes, and let's face it, these are obscure films. I haven't heard of many of yeah. these no, no. a lot of, of time, yeah. and so if you're just scrolling through the list on the website, you wouldn't know where to begin off. No. So we're trying to provide entry points for people to discover and enjoy these films, and I you know tease them a little bit and again same thing with the podcast so hopefully hopefully it gives people a new way to discover these films and to enjoy them yeah. a bit a little bit more definitely so i think it's very that, important so as a clip um i'm gonna pick from the first ever theme week we did on the first newsletter which can you remember what the subject was was it fur bikinis Ah. no (laughs) no close it was fur gorillas actually no No? that was one of them no it was actually werewolves oh yeah 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 yeah. we started out with werewolves the most proletarian of all horror um categories but it's such Um, a long time ago (laughs) it 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 is a year ago yeah there you go (laughs) so why don't we play the first minute from the trailer from a werewolf of washington a real oddity satire Watergate werewolf mashup with Harry Dean Stockwell that it could happen in America that it could happen now that it could never happen to me moon hasn't risen yet. Put a guard on me. That was my first of five. Back to you, smart peddler.
1: Yes, and and, uh, going on in the more wide respect of things i would say that my my second choice and this is by by no means a top list so they're not graded in any way but that would be discoveries mm. and that's tell me more <laughs> i will <laughs> and that's finding these films some that we never heard of some that we we wanted we needs it my precious And we found the rights for them and we negotiated for the rights, and just to go through a very quick, quick, on a glance, signing uh, How Marie Met Frederick, The Donkey Rebus, The Kangaroo Ploy, Uh. and was a big deal for us. It was. And then I would say that listing a couple of films, The Bleeder by Hans Hatveig, amazing. That we could sign up with Mona, Dog Days with Christina Lindberg, which has been very much unavailable all over the world. Yes. Uh, to release Reptilicus, the uh, Danish kaiju mm. film. Um, Dave Friedman's She Freak, which is like his magnum opus. Yes. Um, the your amazing discovery of Pulgasari, the North Korean kaiju film, which we also had two Swedish authors talking about on the on the podcast. Indeed. And then, of course, and this is something I'm really, really into finding these maverick directors in different countries that we never heard of because they never traveled abroad. Yeah. Like Jean Louis Van Bell in Belgium. Van Bell. Yeah. Crazy guy.
0: So many other Jean Louis Van Bells out there. Yes. And we have like spotted
1: some of them and we're negotiating for some of them. And there will be a theme week very shortly about a, a Argentinian a director was very much in that kind of vein. Yeah, And then we have two themes that we haven't really exploited yet. We have talked a little bit about them, but we will actually start off with, by releasing them on Blu-ray, probably. And that's, of course, the Sweden Poruno films from Nikatsu. Ah, and yes. it's the films by Swedish-American director Calvin Floyd. So that's just a few of the discoveries that i i I really have appreciated you know working with uh, negotiating for finding out
0: no discoveries is is a great one because this has been a a journey of of learning and discovery for me too and like you said every once in a while you come across this real little gem and you think how come i didn't know about this and and then you the next question is i want to tell everybody about this i want the world to to have the same kind of um you know serendipity feeling yeah, exactly. that you have and 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 this is what you know real cult film Nerddom or whatever should be about yeah. it's it's you know sharing these amazing discoveries
1: definitely and i think that a, a buzzword that we have probably mentioned in every podcast is the rabbit hole and yes. that's what i think it's all about <laughs> jumping into that goddamn rabbit hole you know going deeper and deeper finding all this strange stuff so I yes. think as an illustration for this Discovery's theme, let's play a little bit from Jean-Louis Van Bell's The Sadist with Red Teeth. Notre amour estare Notre est
0: mort
1: Notre
0: amour est mort
1: Mais moi je t'aime encore Mais moi je t'aime encore
0: Toi qui ne m'aimes um, I'm actually gonna pick up on, on two of two things you've said which kind of fit into my next choice mm-hmm. um and it's about friends and discovery and it's about the the guests we've had on the podcast here on cult radio lovely now we've always wanted to have more and we've tried and it's proved <laughs> difficult to get people to come and talk more more difficult than i anticipated mm. but having said that We've had some wonderful, wonderful guests, and we're not going to be able to to name them all or thank them individually. But obviously, a special mention for Lisa Petrucci, the only one who's been on twice. And I'd have her on every month if I could. Definitely. um, Because she is so full of, of insights and passion and just, you know... Yeah, you, you want to pickle and preserve her brain um, you know, one day in many, many decades. But don't label
1: know. it A B normal. <laughs> no. <laughs>
0: um and we've had um you know odd odd a real mix what I've liked about it. We've had you mentioned the professor, Swedish professor who came and talked about uh the North Korean kaju film Pulgasari and, and the weird kidnapping of a um the leading South Korean director and actress. Mm. Um, we've had, you know, Agfa. But the one I want to single out because it's such a unexpected delight is when we had Carl Abrahamson, um, yeah. the, you know, self-professed Satanist. And it, it was a really fascinating discussion with him because we were looking at this sort of um, satanic panic of the 80s and the kind of documentaries and, and films around that time. Yeah. And he was just so eloquent and so you know knowledgeable and and fun definitely
1: yes yes it was so great and 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 the 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 really interesting thing that you're mentioning this today is that today the day we are recording this is the birthday of Anton LaVey it is Anton LaVey day yep so yeah (laughs) so perfect choice it was,
0: although yeah, I had it before. But yeah, if if you haven't heard them, um, you know, do go back and and listen to our our guests, and please suggest guests if there's anybody you want to hear on, other than Lisa Petrucci, who's a given, obviously. Yeah. Um, and if
1: you're tired but, of listening to our rants, just the two of us. <laughs> exactly. There there will be mix in here. Yeah. So
0: why don't we why don't we have a little clip of um, listening to uh, Carl and what he had to say just to. Give the listeners a break from our voices.
1: The human wants to be free, free to uh, celebrate and, uh, you know, um, investigate one's own will. And I, I for one, I think it's true. You know, you you can't find meaning and and happiness in life before you know who you are. And by knowing who you are, you know what you want to do and you you have to do what you want to do. You know, you you can't put that kind of restraint on yourself. And that, in a way, is a very, very simple way of describing uh, Mm love ANC. Is it my choice? My turn? Your turn? Uh, I want to go into this. And and it's not particularly nice, but it's sort of fun. And it has been very much part of the everyday life of us during this year. And I want to talk about the crooks. (laughs)
0: Okay. <laughs> the gangsters,
1: the 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 copyright thieves. Um, mm. We have been, and it's it's very rarely us reaching out to them, but them reaching out to us when they have read a press release or they found us on the internet, and offering us films. and And I'm, I I would re- really like to underline this specific issue because that's the fun part. We have been approached by different companies trying to offer us films that we own ourselves. Yes. And that's a very interesting business model, I would say.
0: <laughs> I mean, this is like going into a shop, you know, shoplifting, mm. you know, something uniquely that there's, you know, let's say it's a branded store, I don't know, Gucci or something, yeah. and then coming back and trying to, to sell it. to that yeah, store.
1: Yeah, exactly. and then, and then And then on top of that, we have the companies who are, trying to charge ridiculous amounts of money for films that are in the public domain which Mm. you can find if you're clever in different places but they want like $5,000 for a film that they don't own themselves well they might own a copy of it but that's not the same thing as owning the copyright Um, so I'm not gonna go on ranting about this, this is something we have to deal with, we can sort of easily shrug them off and say whatever but there there are quite a few of them out there.
0: And there's some crookier than standard crooked crooks. There are people who actually go out and try to publish our films. And then they become rude when we politely point out to them, you don't actually own the you know, oh, yes. chain of title yeah. to this. Yes. We had that recently. Yes. Not going to name names. No, no. But.
1: It's, but it's also very rare. And I mean... 99% of the people we deal with are honest and just great people because they share our interest for these films. Yes. Which we found so, out when we were in Lyon in France in this market for for vintage films and and met with 400 professionals that all shared the love. Yeah. It's true. I don't know if
0: can we illustrate crooks with any clip or public domain <laughs> or we'll we we'll find to...
1: something. For <laughs> sure. And now you, number, is it the third choice? Third one for me, yes. Um, It was, well,
0: again, it's sort of discovery, but also um, being able to indulge in, um, you know, little bizarre kind of theme weeks. And um, two words just here, Tracy Lords. Mm. I'd never thought we'd do it. Tracy Lord's film obviously most of her early catalogue for understandable reasons not to be published ever and her later catalogue of course she did Cry Baby and other things and some trashy thrillers but there was a kind of a brief in between period and we got two of her films her workout films oh yes yes and the fun thing about having your own streaming service is being total dictator and Mm -hmm. you can choose what it is that you want to put on as long as you know there's the copyright issue because we're not crooks and so it was really fun to be able to do a theme week of um, 1980s trashy VHS workout tapes.
1: That was very ingenious of you. I, I I could never have come up with that. I I just love that that whole concept.
0: And it it started with one or two new but and then just nope. There's something here and mm. and suddenly you have this sort of weird time capsule of everything from. Tracy Lord's doing jazzercise to these dancing grannies to um, some of the things which, you know, are so 80s in terms of the the sweatbands and the, the lycra and the music and the hair yeah. and everything. And it's not just that, but it, it also pops up in some of the films. And so I, I think we discovered not long after that the incredible appeal that trashy 80s VHS nostalgia films had yeah so that spawned another week it did spawn Mm. another Mm. week and and it'll keep spawning i think weeks because there's much more in this sort of gold mine that we need to venture down back into and, and sort of hack away until we come up with more nuggets but yeah doing the um kind of very very culty um inventing effectively our own genre and it was only very recently one of our new members um uh Tightsbury, um who actually tweeted about he couldn't believe that we actually had a, a subgenre of sort of 1980s workout videos mm. <laughs> um so there is appreciation it's not just my own personal yeah, obsession yeah. of work
1: and here. i think the 80s is something that's coming up all the time as, as something people mm-hmm. are wishing for and the fact that
0: we have a cutoff point at 1990 kind of makes it perfect because that's the last decade really in our collection. Mm. Yeah. Um, yeah, no reservoir dogs. 92 too late. We've been we're bending it a little bit, obviously, because we've had a few good documentaries that mm. were made later True. about yeah. that period, yeah. like Into the Jungle about the Cannibal Holocaust. But yeah, the 80s sort of golden age, and, and we're happy to recapture that. And as we often say. Mastered from glorious VHS. Exactly.
1: It, I love. I love sticking that finger up to to the UHD <laughs> people.
0: <laughs> Fuck your 4K. <laughs> Let's have a listen to Tracy Lords doing her jazzercise thing. Hello, I'm Tracy Lords. Let's work out together. Just follow me and listen to the lyrics, for the instruction is incorporated within them. Most of the system is performed on the floor, so if you need, use some sort of mat or cushion to make it comfortable. We are now doing the warm-up section. When we get to the hard stuff, you will notice that it is fast-paced.
1: This is designed to improve your cardiovascular system. Don't be concerned with following me exactly at first. Just work along at your own
0: pace. Breathe evenly and don't over-trust. I don't know much about jazz, but I think it might be stretching the definition to call that jazz. Yeah,
1: that whole jazzer size thing—it has mm. very little to do with jazz, I think. Maybe jazz, or maybe maybe it's not an A. Maybe it's a Jizz. That's oh yeah, they they <laughs> misspelled it. It's the jazzer size. Yes, yes, okay, yeah. Oh, there you go. A humor here, yeah, priceless.
0: My God. Yeah. Over to you. Smart yeah, president. I
1: think this has actually uh, uh, counting the the points so far. I think this is my fifth one, and I think this is maybe the most important one. And I would 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 uh, call this uh, specific point fans, mm. and that is the love and the creative input from all of the fans of cult picks that we have received over this year that has really helped forming both the uh, the 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 uh, you know the, the the way we work the the accessibility of the of of Cult as a service and also yes. the content what what the fans want and, yes. and and of course as and part of this is of course our our friend um, the Chilean who did this uh, marketing did this market you know um survey and and when he, uh, when he told us about it, he said that you guys have to understand something, cult picks is not for you, it's for your fans. <laughs> and that was like That's a true. big wake up call for us. But really the fans have been very supportive and have also come up with, as we said before, we want to see more 80s horror, for instance. Yeah. So I think uh, without the fans, we're nothing. So that, that was my little Oscar speech
0: yeah fans definitely and and only this week we had a suggestion for a film for to compliment um we we'll put up the zodiac killer yeah uh, because something weird originally has a triple feature and i forget the name of it but we are gonna ask for that one from lisa and, and see if we can get but yes so you're right this isn't our site you know it is genuinely hashtag we are cult pics and they have been amazing in terms of writing to us you know some of them have written long essays and we try to respond to them sometimes to get a bit late. You know, some of them send us presents, gifts, you yeah. know, incredibly And, and we generous. don't have
1: anything, you know, against that at all. No. No. We're, we're shamelessly yeah. open it. Nudge, nudge. <laughs>
0: yes. You don't even have to bribe us. You know, we love you anyway, but, yeah. you know, and, um, and some of them we've been meeting in real life. Yeah. Um, yes. Which I want to get yeah. to a little bit later, but yeah. Um, so that i think that's your fourth one actually because i'm getting to the fourth one on my list anyway Mm -hmm. so while i tell me my uh, tell you mine you can have a think about if there's a last one i showed you mine you show me yours yes i'll show you i'm gonna show you a great pair in fact Mm. because my next choice is a kitten oh and a very special kitten and very close to your heart i think (laughs)
1: <laughs> she is because yes, she has yes. such a big heart yes
0: no genuinely so we kicked off uh 2021 with a double week well 2022 uh, actually i would say 2022 yes, sorry yes, yes we're ready in 2022 yeah. um a double theme week of a very lovely pair um did you say a double talent. d week
1: <laughs> sorry i didn't let's hear just you. get better and better <laughs> um
0: so Kitana natividad who I'm not ashamed to admit I saw her adult work before I saw any of her other work. But, of course, she did do um, Russ Myers and a lot of other things. And what was funny is, in terms of programming it, and we pulled together her films from a a variety of sources, again, you mentioned some of our friends there at the beginning, uh, like Vinegar Syndrome, Yeah, Um, is we got a really rounded perspective on her. And I don't know anybody who's done a film retrospective on kitten natividad but she was you know more than just an adult star she was an amazing burlesque actor um burlesque performer a comedian actress we weren't able to interview her but we tapped into a a fabulous podcast interview she did with a fellow um burlesque star and which really showed off her you know warmth and humor and intelligence and It was just such a privilege to get to highlight somebody that doesn't get enough recognition, I feel. And we've done the same with other talent, and we will keep doing that. You know, Lee Frost. Um, We're going to go into depth on, you know, people like Herschel Gordon Lewis, that's still in the future. And, you know, it is like having a film festival and being able to do a retrospective. And that's been a real privilege, I think, of getting to highlight some of these amazing talents that don't get
1: recognized enough, I feel. Absolutely, yes. I think that's a very good choice, indeed.
0: So why don't we have a little kitten clip? I've always loved burlesque, and I knew that I was good at it, and I could always come back. But I always thought, there's got to be more. So I wanted to do films. And uh, I'm one of the few X-rated that crossed to TV and all that. I had a charm wife, and then I met a drug dealer. I've got one thing left on my list. Okay, I, you, I have I pepper? have
1: another, but I um, and this I know that as as this uh, these are personal choices, and I know that you have have been sort of stopping me before from. Going into the culture wars, as you call it, <laughs> I still want to mention this because Go this on. has really been an insight for me or or, or should I say that the, 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 the veil has been lifted sort of. And that is the insight that after having quit my day job in the Swedish mainstream culture world and only having worked with you, Django Nudo, with like-minded distributors and, and rights holders and fans for a year... I realized that the terms like woke, politically correct, trigger warnings, safe spaces, deplatforming, etc., they have no bearing in our part of reality. I don't have no. to relate to them. I don't have to relate everything I do to these sort of modern day fascist terms anymore. I can be free and it's uh, it's a wonderful feeling. I'm I'm living the dream. <laughs>
0: do i get you and and you know not not to joke, but you know we are one big safe space for a certain type <laughs> of films true. and a certain type of culture <laughs> yes. and appreciation but yeah i get it it's it's tiresome yes. because yeah. look there are good films and bad films um you know we shouldn't have to try to f- figure out whether they fit a particular test not no. that that test is even being applied anymore no, no of course um and yeah, you know, we need to celebrate films. Yes, and and if anything, cult picks is about diversity, a certain type of diversity. But nevertheless, I mean, you get a real mix of not just in terms of age range. I would say that yeah, we don't have a Bridgerton on there, but by golly, I'd say that the films on our site are more diverse in terms of the subjects, the age. Than anything you find on those kind of mainstream platforms that don't need another name check. Yeah,
1: and also we we, we also discussed this from time to time that the the sort of exploitation mm-hmm. filmmakers they were not biased, they were not you know against anything as long as they could earn some money on it, they they could yeah. work in any topic. Yes, and that's the beauty and, of it.
0: And the topics that they approached were the ones that were sending ripples through society i mean exactly. we've looked a lot at the uh, the hippie times because we did um, with the biker film flower power and drugs and all of that yes they don't do it in a moralizing or kind of finger pointing no, kind of way no. but they expose things and they were more daring about it than you know timid
1: mainstream filmmakers yeah it's like the old term uh, it's a dirty job but someone has to do it they had to show yes. the ugly facts of life so to speak they did so do. that would be my last one—the the insight of of not having to relate to to, to that whole stinking thing that I am was I was very fed up with, really.
0: A good a good call, Tom. and actually I'm very happy that we haven't overlapped, but we've actually complemented mm, each yes. other in terms of yes. subjects because I'm going to finish on on a fifth and point very close to my heart and something that I'm very proud of that Coldpix has been this past year it's not just been a streaming platform we have been really working towards being a global community and the biggest thing we've really tried to do is not just have films on your laptop your phone your tablet your um you know cast streamed um 4k tv but we've taken it to cinema yeah we said we were going to show it in cinema, and we have, thanks to some wonderful partnerships yeah. with, and we need to name check them, especially uh, Bio Aspen, uh, Clara Bio, and the lovely, lovely people at Everyman Cinemas.
1: Indeed. Yeah. Yeah. It's so important. And I mean, and also, that's where you and I come from. Yes. From the we're theatrical people, side. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And films like this, yes. You're not going to be able to sh- watch all of them on the big screen. And yes, you'll discover things this way, which you never would in the cinema, because those kind of discoveries don't happen anymore with the midnight movie Matinee Madness. Mm. Um, but to be able to take some of those films back to the big screen and show them you know, the way they were enjoyed initially and the way that really the best way to enjoy them with another group of people, Although turnout has been from the small to the yeah. decent I would say yeah. on these screenings but people who have gone
1: have enjoyed them indeed and, and I mean you- last night we 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 screened uh Plan Nine from Outer Space on the big screen and it looked beautiful yes. it looked great and I mean there there was a really nice crowd there that really appreciated appreciated it yeah
0: so having having done those cinema screenings it has been pleasure so in addition to our um, you know, cinema partners, who we've name-checked already, and, of course, the companies that we work with, who gave us the rights to show them on the big screen, because getting streaming rights and getting rights to show on the cinema are often two different things. Yep. So you know, thank you to those as well. And we've had turnouts from, um, you know, we've had Christina, up there, yes. She came to London for the special screening. I mean, some of the fans couldn't believe that she was there yeah, actually in person, yeah. signing posters, poster after poster after poster, uh, chatting to them. It was just the look on their face was, you know, priceless. Yeah, and they had traveled far. Many of them, they had, yeah, they had. And we want to do more of this. And we want to do thirty-five millimeter screenings. We want to do. Um, get-togethers, uh, film conventions. So all these things we plan for next year. So I wanted to finish by thanking um, the partners we had in terms of promoting these films, because it's not easy to promote. And we had great, great help from, we mentioned Christina, but we've also had other people such as uh, Kim Newman. We've had Dave Norris. And a special shout-out to our friend Karen Krasanovich. Indeed. And I wanted to play the special promo uh, clip that she did for She Freak because she really got to the heart of what's amazing about this film. And I have to say this she's got an amazing voice. I could listen to her read out the phone book. <laughs> so why don't we play Karen's clip for promoting the Everyman screening of She Freak? Uh, as restored by Agfa. She-Freak, that's right. 1967's cult, classic, low-budget, exploitation, horror, schlockfest, which actually is a better movie than you might think. Because this film is a slice of Americana like you've never seen. Why should you see it? Well, if you're a cineast, if you love movies, if you're a filmmaker, or a film expert, or if you just want to win at your local film quiz, this is a really important film to see. Plus, it's in a beautiful 4K restoration. So come on down, every man, Cult Tuesday, 19th of October. And if you don't like it, I give you your money back. That concluded our look back on kind of 10 highlights, five each, selected by Django Nudo and the Smut Peddler. And to finish off with, um, we're going to have a little fun looking at the top 10 films of 2022 so far. Wow. Um, So we introduced a new way of counting um, from the beginning of the year, which is that for a film to be considered viewing, people must have sat through at least 15 minutes of it. And I've had people write to me who say they sat through the whole of Bat Pussy and that was, you know, 65 minutes of their life that they will never get back. <laughs> but, you know, wear that scar with pride. Yes. Um, so Bat Pussy is not in the top 10, uh, but I have collected. I'm going to count you through 10 through 1. Oof. And um, Smut Peddler doesn't know what the top 10 is. So no this idea. is going to be a surprise for him. And so I'm going to quiz you and, and see, gauge your reaction. See if you can guess any of that. Oof. But um, it's it's a fun little mix. It, it tilts to a certain genre, but nevertheless, uh, very interesting. So coming in hard at number 10, it's from a recent theme week of Bikers. And can you guess which one of the biker films it was that made the 2022 top 10, the most viewed biker film
1: on Cold Picks? I, I would have guessed, the one with, with John Casavitis. Ah, uh, no. No. It's hard riders. Ooh. You're being
0: way too cultural. Very much so,
1: yes, indeed. Yes. I thought that they would go for the for the name. Okay,
0: interesting. No, no. Wow. So they went for the one that's, you know, more hard. Yes, shall we say. Indeed. In terms yes. of rider. Um so from riders to number nine. Let's Talk Sex. Okay. Which is... The Australian one? one? No? Um, I th- no, no, I think... that No, no, no. This is the... um About... This is one of three kitten films. Ah, okay. Which is about yes, yes. a uh, call center. Oh, where, oh right. You know, yeah, yeah. They have sexy conversations, shall we say.
1: Right, okay.
0: So, that was number nine. Number eight is The Highest and the only swedish film in the top 10 so maybe disappointing or surprising i think maybe some of the other swedish films got watched in 2021 yeah but this one made it into 2022 and it's i'll give you a hint it's actually it's got a long title and it's got two titles actually it's can you guess what they got are two titles and a long title or alternative title
1: uh, I I would guess then on rötmånad. månad. No. Nope. No, okay. It's not.
0: The film is Jag vill ligga med din älskade man. Oh really? They's you... also known as <laughs> <laughs> uh, Shame su- on Swedish something something Sh- No, svirven. Oh
1: yes, yes, yes
0: Or So why do you think this film, of all the films, Swedish uh, films Is the one that ended up in the top 10
1: Quite surprising actually Because it's uh, Very obscure And I yeah. think the print looks really shitty yeah. So so <laughs> it's uh, Well, I, I do love Barbara Klingered, who is the, the female lead in it But she's not a big yes. name actress no, she's not a Christina. No, no. And and no, I I, I, I wouldn't know. I wouldn't know. No. Un- unless it's the titillating thing that that uh, this girl is in love with, this teenage girl is in love with her mom's lover.
0: Yeah. So a title like I Want to Sleep with Your Lover Mom. Yeah, maybe. Is maybe that's what it could be. Because, I mean, that, anyway.
1: that's a big thing on Ex-Hamster and all of these sites with the uh, step-mom or step-siblings mm-hmm. or whatever. It's, I heard, so I heard. I never... Never so ever heard. saw anything of this. No, 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 no,
0: of course. Yeah. You wouldn't know no, about these no, things. No, no, so no, no. highest so yeah, highest ranked okay. Swedish title wow. in the top ten. Um the next one, which would be at number seven, actually has ten in the title. Can you guess which one that is? It has ten in the title. No, yes. no, I can't. It's ten little maidens. Ah. Oh. Okay. Which is again a kitten title, although she only appears for it very, very briefly right at the beginning. Yeah. So, this is the, shall we say, grown up version of Agatha Christie's Ten Little Indians. Yes, yes, yes. I know, which was yeah. Ten Little N Word yes. before that. I know, yeah. And it's a funny adult kind of film where people get offed in very graphic ways. Actually, not, not violent ways, just original very ways. Yes, it's got I, some I remember. funny camera angles yeah. and things like that. So, that one, for some reason, you know, it must be because people love Agatha
1: Christie. I guess so, yes. It's not for Kitten at all. No, no. 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 She,
0: and no. she's only in a very, very brief beginning. I know, but we, we
1: never shy away from from that. And it's the same with Ushi Digard. She might be in two minutes oh, of a yeah. film, but we will still have it in the Ushi theme week. So,
0: yeah. Apparently that's all category of sort of '80s action stars who appear in kind of straight to streaming titles and mm. they're big po- on the poster or whatever. But exactly. they're only in it for yeah. you know. But Steven this goes Seagal all the way Bruce back to Willis.
1: this goes all the way back to Plan 9 from Outer Space, where they didn't even shoot Bela Lugosi for the film, but they shot some yep. random shots and and they put it in there, and his name was on the top top build on the poster. Yes,
0: exactly. Next up we have a film from our recent Women in Prison theme week. Mm-hmm. Can you guess which one of the Women in Prison film made the top 10? In fact,
1: I it would, is the only one. I would I would hope it's one of the jungle ones, but I I I wouldn't, you know, bet on it. Caged Women. Oh yeah. Good. Good choice. Yeah. And it's yeah. a kind of a b- yeah. big title.
0: Yeah, it is. Definitely. So if you're only going to watch one women in prison film, make it Caged Women. And um, that's why it's come in at number six, is it? Yes. So we're down to the top five now. And in fifth place, it is another theme week, which is women in fur bikinis, which you asked So it's actually, there are two women in fur bikinis in the top five. Mm. This is incredibly exciting. That's, uh,
1: That's quite surprising. I must say.
0: Yes. Um, and this one is based on a famous historical character, though spelt differently than in the original. So I don't know if that's enough of a clue.
1: <laughs> You're putting me on the spot all the time here. I have nothing I know. to come it's, up okay. with.
0: Okay. Edgar Riceboro. More of a clue.
1: Oh, Tarsoon.
0: Tarsoon, indeed. Mm. And the Valley of Lust.
1: Lovely. Yeah. I wonder what the Edgar Riceboro estate said about that.
0: Yeah. Probably not happy, but then again, would they want to make money from a film like Tarzun and The Valley of They just would have said, don't even go near it. Probably yeah, not. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Wow.
0: <laughs> Almost as good as, which isn't sadly in the top 10, but again, because it's been longer maybe, Tarzana. Exactly,
1: yeah, yeah. There were so many knockoffs.
0: And this is something we haven't done this year. We talked about doing double bills, but Tarzan and Tarzana. Perfect would be an obvious yes, same yes, as you know yeah. billy the kid versus dracula and and you know jesse james meets frankenstein's
1: daughter yeah i think we have a bunch of them uh, in the back of our head so we will definitely come back to that and do the lovely double bill theme weeks
0: we just have to figure out how you program how you do a double bill on a website that's
1: <laughs> yeah yeah you're right yeah. but we'll figure it out yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. yeah um number four our last out of three um kitten films mm-hmm. this is the top kitten film and it is one from our good friends um shall i give it away do it yeah give it away titillation Ah, oh, great and again this one is a funny one because it's actually um another one that's got a detective angle so oh, it's yeah. kind of a hard-boiled philip marlowe and it's beautifully shot. It's actually got funny dialogue, you know, this kind of hard-boiled dialogue I remember, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: yeah Very so, Humphrey Bogart style
0: Exactly So, if you haven't watched it, and obviously quite a few people did um, there's a reason it's so popular it's, it's, it's Actually, I remember a review at the time when we were doing the Theme Week and it says, it's films like this that give porn a good name <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> That's a very good quote
0: it is. So, Titillation, if you haven't, you know, seen it yet, uh, be sure to catch it on Cold Picks. Um, we're now into the top three, and it's obviously three theme weeks. We're back to women in fur bikinis. Oh, Lord. With, and this one is strange, cave women.
1: Oh, okay.
0: And I don't know how much you remember about... um. Cave women, but it wasn't maybe the most um, obvious of all the women in fur bikinis. Because this is the one, uh, we spoke about you know being woke. This one was written, directed, and starred, and costumes by a female director, Annette Haven.
1: Yes, and this is about the time machine thing. Yep. Wow.
0: So she's an anthropologist, yes. sort of examining sexual habits of Stone Age man, That's right. women, whatever. It's a real little oddity. It's yeah, you know, I would never have guessed that it would land in top ten or being the most popular. Actually, top three. No.
1: and it's an auteur film.
0: It is very much an auteur yeah. film, but it's a fun film, oh, and you know amazing. she even did the costumes. Yeah. So having she did the fur bikinis herself.
1: Yeah, but I mean she was a very charming actress, I think, and I, I can she completely was. understand.
0: Well deserved. So there you go. We've got yeah. a female director in the top three. How appropriate <laughs> How woke is that you get. Yeah. <laughs> Wonderful. So we're down to the silver and gold place and this is really exciting. So in second place, it's a vampire film. Ooh. We had a vampire thing. Oh we had Can a sexy you guess? vampire week, yes. yes. We had a sexy vampire yeah. weekend yeah. or even a week. Yeah. And do you want to try to guess or cast your mind back to which one of the many sexy
1: vampires? It was um, my my guess would be um, the the one with um, Jamie Gillis as Dracula. Ah,
0: uh, now you've caught me on the spot. I can't remember if she's uh. in the lead here, but the winner is, or the you know second place, it's Mad Love Life of a Hot
1: Vampire. Oh, that's a more of an obscure film.
0: Yeah. Uh, wow. Not to mention it's an oxymoron, hot vampire. <laughs> I think they're cold by definition. That's right. But no,
1: but it's a film by Ray Dennis Steckler, so that that uh, that, yep. that that gives it away, kind of. But th- this, I I remember, you know, watching parts of this, and it's this guy who he 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 breaks the 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 wall all the time, talking to the audience.
0: Yes. and again genre bending yes yes,
1: indeed and but this this was played very tongue-in-cheek when it was made i think yeah that's fun yeah i I would never have guessed in a million years
0: no so the second most popular film of of 2022 in terms of watch is mad love of a hot vampire which brings us to number one the single most watched film and by quite a distance actually we don't give away the number of views like it but it shouldn't come a surprise if you've actually been paying attention to the weekly top 10 which we've been doing now or i've been doing trying to remember to do it i need to do it for today Mm -hmm. um this film kept coming back and coming back and popping up and i couldn't understand why i mean it's it's a recent one Okay. It's from a theme week this week uh, this year. Um but there's nothing about it that um stands out not least because it's not a it's not a I was going to say sex or sexy film. There okay. is sexiness to it, but um it's a Lee Frost film. Is the first clue I'm going to okay. give you. Okay. Okay. And it was one of the the later films, and I've kind of alluded to it because it's one of kind of almost a trilogy, at least in terms of how Something Weird Video published them. There were three of those films come together, and you're not going to guess it because you wouldn't expect it. So you remember recently we had The Zodiac Killer um because it was the um it came out in 1971 it was the anniversary of that this is the companion piece to Mm. it so the single most watched film in 2022 so far on cold pigs is zero Zero in in and and scream scream. wow yeah
1: and that's uh quite an oddity
0: it is because one third of the film is sort of takes place through the viewfinder of of a sniper rifle telescope and And then there's the underwater party sequence. That's right.
1: That goes on forever. Yeah. Wow.
0: It's just such but it kept coming back in the top 10 and I don't know what it was. How did people find it? What was it that made them seek this one out? It's but so there, odd. It and there, there
1: are no names to the cast either. No. Right? No.
0: no. It's a weird film. Wow. I mean, it's unusual and but of all the Lee Frost films, you know, he and he did quite a lot of films that we have as yeah, we did yeah, in yeah, theme week, yeah. but this is not just Lee Frost's most popular film on cult picks. it is the most popular film of the year of the on year. cult picks. Wow. but we Zero really need in people to
1: write into us and tell us about it yeah i would be very what is i would about be very intrigued to hear what 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 what's yeah. you know what's the attraction
0: yeah it's it's nothing obvious no. but clearly it's got cult appeal Yeah. and you know we're creating new kind of interest to it.
1: Yeah. And, and, and as our friend said, uh, cult picks is not for us.
0: No. It's for the and audience. This, this proves it. And yeah. I should mention, Twisted Movies, our uh, super fan, uh, he wrote in and said that now we need The Sex Killer, okay. which was the third film. That's something we had published on the same DVD. So it was uh, The Zodiac Killer. Right. It was Irin and Scream and The Sex Killer. So...
1: You know, once we Lisa gives the okay for that one, yeah, it'd be a great triple feature, definitely. And I guess we have to listen to uh, some of the monologue from Zero In and Scream.
0: I think it's that, I think that's a good way of finishing up for um, this episode of Having Looked Back. Great, will do. Uh, you've been listening to the uh, uh Cold Picks one year old baby toddler scream cavalcades. Reminiscing Extravaganza with me, your host, Canga
1: Nudo, And me, the smart peddler, looking forward to year two. You see, a lot of women try to take advantage of a situation. They try to emasculate
0: a guy instead of letting the guy run the relationship. See? Most guys don't know about women. I do. A woman, when she's young, you know, early teens, well, with her,
1: life is perfect. I mean, you know, she, she's never been to bed with a man,
0: so she doesn't know. I mean, she's innocent.
1: And that's what makes her beautiful.
0: But a man can ruin that. Ruin it. Don't you understand? He can take that beauty and, and turn it into a garbage pail. And and they're too damn dumb to realize it.
1: <clears throat> Don't you understand? All these guys want to do is ruin.